Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hey, this is Big Chief and you're listening to the Bourbon Road. You know what I love to pour in my old fashions is a little maple syrup can't be just any maple syrup it has to be from seldom seen farms up in ohio he takes bourbon barrels pours his syrup in there and ages it for six to nine months making for some delicious just some delicious syrup that you could pour on pancakes you could pour it on waffles chicken and waffles like this fat guy likes but seriously you want to make a delicious cocktail with some maple syrup and not that old simple syrup Check out SeldomSeenMaple.com. Pick up some stuff from there today. We'd appreciate it. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. This is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, it's a a great sunny day outside, but we're inside. We're on StreamYard, and we've got a very special guest with us. We got Mr. Chris Thomas from Made South, and what we're here to discuss today is a little event he's got going on down in Franklin, Tennessee, the Southern Whiskey Society. Uh, A bunch of whiskey nerds are going to get together, eat some amazing food, drink some amazing whiskey, and we actually got some of that whiskey on hand today to go back and try. We've already tried it a couple of times. Uh, I actually tried some of it straight out of a whiskey thief, but uh, yeah, Chris, welcome back to the Bourbon Road. Guys, I appreciate y'all having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure when I can see your two handsome faces, whether in person or on a big old uh, computer screen. Well, I don't get to hear that too often, so thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. I've always thought I was good looking, but I don't get told that too much. So, <laughs> I, No, I appreciate it. And I could hear Mike. I, I could listen to him say, made south. <laughs> For the rest of my life and not get tired of it. That's a deep Southern voice, right? <laughs> so is, is Texas deep South? I know, I know you got the South and you got the deep South. Is Texas deep South? It's like a mixture of Southwest and South together. So you get that best of everything down there. Um, I think so. Yeah. But I got that mixture of Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee, Missouri, Texas, all that military travels in that voice. And uh, I don't know, as I get older, the voice keeps getting deeper. I don't know what's going on. Mike's got that good, solid uh, redneck voice. What I like to call it. That. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> well, Chris, it's, it's certainly a pleasure to have you on the show. It's great to drink a little bit of whiskey with you, especially, uh, especially Tennessee whiskey today. So we've got a little bit of, uh, of your leapers fork, Tennessee whiskey pick in our glass right now. And uh, Mike and I always get a little anxious. We get some Leaper's Fork in our glass. Yeah, man. Well, you guys were uh, kind enough to make the trip down and and kind of help me and some buddies pick that barrel out. So I'm excited to hear kind of what you think about it. Yeah, this is old barrel number 79 right here. Uh, it, it was pretty great pick. Um, I think you had like five or six guys up in there with us. And it was a pretty tough decision on two of the barrels we had. I think we had six barrels all together to pick. And wow, um, pick the damn winner is what we did. Um, whoever doesn't get to go to this Southern Whiskey Society event, you're going to miss out on this great barrel, I think. Um, and on the second half, we got an even better barrel to talk about because you didn't just buy one. You bought two, right? Man, it. I mean, you were there that day. It, uh, it, it was a little bit of a surprise, and Lee has, has been known to do that kind of thing. He was kind enough to kind of, you know, unveil a very special whiskey that they've been working on and let us try it. And I think as we tried it, it just kind of started taking shape in my mind, like, man, we might ought to walk away from here with two barrels today. And so we kind of twisted his arm a little bit, I think, but he was kind enough to let us walk away with two of them that day. Yeah, he kind of extended it out there for you to twist, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't take a whole lot of twisting, but <laughs> but um, but man, I, I think once once we get a chance to talk about that second barrel in the second half of the show, it's man, it's special. And 
I'm looking forward to people trying it because, and as you know, it, it it's not one we planned on picking. So we didn't include it in the ticket options for people to purchase. And, and I feel a little bit bad about that, but man, we didn't know what we didn't know at the time. And so, but now that we do have that second barrel and now that we do know how special it is, uh, we are going to make a way for a, a few lucky people to be able to acquire that bottle at the event. That'll be fun. That'll be pretty awesome. So let's talk a little bit about Chris Thomas. And I, and I want to say there's a few listeners out there that haven't heard the last episode that you were on. You came on an episode, I guess it was around a year ago, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe uh, yeah, September, October last year, probably. So we had our Stillhouse sessions down at Leapers Fork Distiller, and you were kind enough to join us one afternoon for uh, – or some good whiskey and to talk a little bit about made South. And I'd like to give an opportunity for our listeners to learn a bit, a little bit more about, you know, Chris Thomas, you know, why you do what you do, what it is that you do and why we, why we're all looking forward to this great event called the Southern whiskey society. Well, I appreciate the opportunity and the kind words. And, um, you know, I think uh, I, I like to do things that promote, what I consider to be the really good things that are going on in the South. And so um, it started out years ago. I, I kind of left my corporate gig and I wanted to go do something for myself and try to build a little family business. And I was trying to figure out, well, what am, what am I even going to do? And uh, the things that I was really excited about and passionate about were the South and Southern culture and small business makers and artisans, and chefs and distillers and things like that people who I feel like are creating really high quality products and, and even experiences in the South. And then uh, the things that I'm fairly good at, I'm not good at a whole lot, but those few things I, I feel like I'm kind of good at are helping make connections, helping tell a story. Um, I can kind of, I'm pretty good at throwing a party and I, I didn't really count on that going into it, but I'm, I'm pretty good at hospitality and trying to make people feel warm and welcome. And so we ended up uh, creating a business that started as a subscription box business, but it kind of evolved pretty quickly into an event production business where we don't produce other people's events. We don't, it's not like we're over here putting on weddings or stuff like that, but we create our own events that we ticket them. We come up with the concept. We invite the people into the event that we feel like are a good fit for that event. And all of those events promote and celebrate Southern makers and artisans and chefs and distillers and things like that. So one of those events that we do is called Southern whiskey society. And, uh, you know, we've made, we've, so we were talking a little bit here ago before we started recording, you know, that society is kind of a pointless word to even be in there. It's not like you got to pay dues or anything like that. It's not like there's a membership. Um, but it's just an annual event that we think celebrates the best food and whiskey in the South. And uh, all you got to do to join the society is just buy a ticket and show up and have a good time. And and while they're there, now this event's being held at the factory in Franklin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our hometown is in Franklin, Tennessee. And so uh, anything we try to do, we want to use Franklin as a backdrop because we also want people to come visit Franklin and kind of experience everything that Franklin has to offer. You guys have spent quite a bit of time here. And I would hope you would say it's an awesome little town, man. We got a lot going for us. And so we want people to come hang out and visit and kind of experience what we got going on in Franklin. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty nice little town. It's uh what would you say, twenty to thirty minutes outside of Nashville? It is almost exactly twenty minutes south of Nashville. That's correct. It's got a pretty good complement of restaurants and shops, hotels, um, event centers. Uh, there's certainly a lot to do in Franklin. It's very quaint, and at the same time, it's big enough to to allow you know a good number of people in there to have a good time. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. And I would say our history is pretty deep here. I mean, Franklin has a ton of history here. So for history buffs or people who are just into kind of that quintessential Main Street USA Americana, classic Americana, Franklin is a great place to visit. Well, Chris, let's talk about the event itself. So you you had to skip a year of the event, right? Jim actually got to go in 2019, um, and you skipped 2000, was it 21 or 20? 
in uh, in 2020, our plan was to do two events that year. And so we did our first one. We got it in right underneath the wire, February 29th, 2020. We did our, our winter edition. And then, but we did end up having to cancel our Southern or not our Southern, our summer edition in 2020. And then we did skip a year last year as well, but now we're back. And I think from now on, it's only going to be a once a year event. So that event, it's not just whiskey. You brought in a bunch of chefs as well. Um, fine dining and uh, some of our favorite foods like Hattie B's. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big food fan. <clears throat> I love to eat. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, is a great dining experience and just I, I'm blown away when I sit down at a table, specifically at a restaurant I've never been to. If I've never been there before, but I've heard so many good things, like I am so excited about that meal and sitting there for an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. I'm just that's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and so I wanted to work food into the event. So from day one, chefs and food have been a very big focus of the event. Yes, you have 30 awesome distillers. And man, those distillers, they bring, you know, my guess is anywhere between 70 and 80 different whiskeys will be available to try that night. But um, in my heart, I feel like the food is kind of the centerpiece even. Um, And it's, it it, it may be an overlooked part of of the event, even though I I want it to shine brightly. But um, I, I feel like a lot of times, just by the nature of the name of the event, people focus on the whiskey and kind of overlook the chefs. And so, man, I'm tickled when we get these chefs in there and they make these things that are just, uh, just mind blowingly delicious. That's one of my favorite things ever. Now these chefs they are coming in, they're setting up shop and they're making small bites, right? That, that is correct. So these are, these are, um, you know, snacks, small bites, things like that. Uh, these are two and three bite kind of things, but man, you can eat your fill. You run around the 10 different chefs and try everything and then go back and try everything again. And something you may really love, you might have three, four, five of those. Um, I, I've never had anybody say that they left feeling like, oh, I need to I need to go hit up Waffle House now, even though some may do that. Uh, it's Some people have been known to leave the event and go hit up Waffle House, but for entirely different reasons, if you can imagine. <laughs> but you don't know who they are. They're just some people. Oh, no, 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 no. Some people. I wouldn't know any of those people, but some people may. <laughs> That's actually one of my dreams is to get uh, like one of the culinary leaders of Waffle House at the event. You know, it was uh, Hardy's. You know, we start talking about chefs if you want, but obviously Hardy's and their team is there led by my friend Owen Klein, who's one of the lead chefs there on the on the culinary team at Hardy's. Um, and Hardy's is, I mean, man, I grew up eating their sausage biscuits with my dad on the weekends, and I've just been a Hardy's fan for a long time. I was tickled when we were able to get them involved in the event. And I love doing stuff like that, where Hardy's is fast food brand. I mean, uh, I don't think Owen would be offended by me saying a fairly lowbrow food experience, you know, delicious, but lowbrow. It's not, it's not fancy, but man, when they come in, when Owen comes in and does something like duck fried duck, you know, on a, on a miniature Hardy's biscuit. It just, it's so daggum good. And, it, and it's a curveball from, from what you would know from Hardy's. And so I love that kind of thing. And one of my goals slash dreams is to get the team at Waffle House involved at some point. So Chris, I want to segue and I'm going to make you love Hardy's that much more real fast. <laughs> uh, so me and Jim are fixing to wear some tuxedos. Jim's going to wear a tuxedo. They couldn't find a tuxedo big enough for me, so I'm just wearing a black suit. Look like I'm going to a funeral. But uh, we're going to USA Cares Gala uh, next week. And uh, Hardy's actually partnered with USA Cares. And for every purchase at Hardy's, a dollar goes to USA Cares for that purchase. Uh, and USA Cares is for veteran and uh, family support system. Um, very near and dear to our heart as veterans. So, uh, man, hats off to Hardee's uh, for that. I love it. I absolutely, and, and you're right. It's going to be hard for me to love them more than I already do, but that is a fantastic thing that they're doing with USA Cares. And that'll be fun. That's right up y'all's alley. And I, I'm, I'm excited for y'all. Yeah. And, and, and Mike and I will both agree that Hardee's has probably the best quick order biscuit on the planet. 
Shamefully so. It they <laughs> it is so good. You put some of that Kentucky ham on there from Finchville, oh, Kentucky. Oh man, you shaved real thin. Ooh. That could be a little bit of Benson me, you, ham too. <laughs> oh man, you making me hungry over here now, guy. <laughs> so let's go through some of those uh, chef names, uh, Chris. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited about this year's list. We've got some really fun people who are going to be coming to cook food. Um, I'll go alphabetically because, man, I always hate—I I hate playing favorites. I don't want—I don't want to speak out of turn. But um, Ben Norton, who's an amazing chef here in Nashville at Husk, uh, is going to be there. We have Brian Morris, who is with Hattie Bees. I know you mentioned them earlier, man. I'm a big Hattie Bees fan, and uh, I'm tickled to have them there. My buddy Kanan Greg. Kanan is a character, man. He is a—he's an oyster farmer from down in Spring Creek, Florida, but he's with Pelican. His company's called Pelican Oyster Company. And so he's uh, he's coming and he's been working on, he's been texting me, showing me some fun little ways that he's going to be serving up oysters at the event. Uh, Chad Newton and Gracie Nguyen, who are with Eastside Pho here in Nashville, super talented husband, wife, chef team. I'm excited about having them. Mark Theron, who is the executive chef at Keeneland there. Keeneland is one of my favorite experiences of all time. Going to Lexington, going to Keeneland, putting my jacket on, my bow tie, taking my wife having some Keeneland breezes, betting on the ponies. Man, I love Keeneland, and I'm excited they're going to be there. My buddy Matthew Statham is with Saul's Barbecue in Birmingham, Alabama, one of the best barbecue guys in the business and uh, just a great human being. So Matthew's going to be there. Owen Klein, we mentioned him earlier with the team at Hardy's, is going to be there, and he's going to do something that he always brings his A game. Like that guy always just shows up ready to blow people's minds, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty tickled by that. This is a new guy I've gotten to know this year, and I really like him. His name is Thomas Tuggle. Thomas is the executive chef at 1799 and the Harpeth Hotel here in Franklin. So Thomas uh, is going to come over and, and make something that I'm sure is going to be amazing. And then my buddy, Tracy Acha, who is the chef at Black Rabbit, one of my favorite restaurants in Nashville. Um, he also has a restaurant called The Farmhouse that is also excellent, but I got a soft spot in my heart for Black Rabbit. Uh, their 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 whole deal is like small plates and strong drinks, and so they got some great cocktails and they got some small plates like some rabbit rolls. They got like a I, we call them funeral rolls. Have y'all ever had those like steamed? Um, they're almost like steamed buns, but then they got ham and some uh, cheese and some honey mustard and poppy seeds. You know what I'm talking about. Jim knows what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know what they. I know what they are. I don't know what you call them, but yeah, I know exactly yeah. what they are. I grew up calling them funeral rolls because you know every funeral I ever went to as a kid, there was a plate or two of these back in the back, you know, for the family to eat on. Um, but Trey makes this thing called a rabbit roll, and it's like a bigger version of that. But you know, they make their own buns and they make it using. Uh, house-made rabbit sausage. And I'm going to tell you, it's one of the best things you've ever eaten in your entire life. But that's on the menu at Black Rabbit, so I'm excited to have Trey there, too. That sounds all really great. And and, and I have to say, shamefully say, that I haven't been to a lot of those places. I need to, I need to get out and do a little bit more dining. Yeah, I, well, and here, here's one of the, like, one of the things that I love doing with this event is there might not you might be aware of some of these places or you might not be. And even if you are aware of them, you may not have been to Birmingham in a long time. You may not have been to Saul's barbecue. You, you may not have been to Keeneland and experienced what they've got on the menu there. And uh, just the fun kind of special events that they do at Keeneland. So I love that we can kind of bring these things together in one place. And if you're, if you're here in town, great. You have access to all this in your backyard. But even if you're traveling from somewhere, it's not like you got to go to Birmingham and Lexington and here and there. You can just come right here, spend a fun weekend and get to try all these people's food and all this different whiskey right in one place. So that's what I love about this event. You get all this great whiskey that we're going to talk about in the second half, plus all this great food. This is like a fat man's dream right here. I mean, you can't get no better than this. Just. It's Southern hospitality at its best right here. Southern cuisine. You could just have Hattie B's chicken there and I'd, I'd be in heaven. Um, but all that together with 
whiskey drinkers um, and some great barrel picks um, is just a great event. What all does a ticket holder get? So you got two tiers, right? You got early entry and then you got regular general admission. So what do they get with that ticket? Yeah, that's a great question. So our our general admission ticket gains you access beginning at 6 p.m. So you get the full event from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So you're going to be able to try all the different whiskeys that are out on the tables. You're going to be able to try all the different food. Uh, You will get two drink tickets, good for Eli Mason cocktails. Eli Mason is going to be there slinging some uh, delicious craft cocktails. And then you get plenty of water. So Mountain Valley Spring Water is our water partner. They ship in a pallet of water. And so we want to make sure people are hydrated. So you get access to all of that. Um, If you want, you can upgrade your ticket and add on a barrel pick. So we've got four different barrel picks that we did this year from Woodford Reserve, Jack Daniels Single Barrel Rye, a Leaper's Fork, Cask Strength Tennessee Whiskey. And then we did a rare character barrel proof bourbon. It's an MGP produced product. Uh, but it's got a funky history to it, and it's 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 neat. Like I'm not normally into the um, the tater type, you know, labels and things like that. But we wax dipped this one. We thought, hey, let's wax dip this one, and it turned out pretty great. I'm pretty excited about that bottle, uh, and they're all delicious. And then so you can upgrade and add on one of these barrel picks, and we don't make a single dollar on our barrel picks. All of that goes straight to the retail partner which is Red Dog here in Franklin. We're excited about that. And we do them all for straight up retail. So we've done Willet picks in the past and well or barrel, well or foolproof, not barrel proof. Uh, but, and every barrel pick we've ever done has been straight up retail. We don't charge anything extra. For those. Um, and then if you did want to go the next step further, which I, I almost hesitate to even say it because we've already sold out of the early access, but early access guests do have access to the event one hour early. So they can get in there. It's a smaller crowd for one hour and they kind of have first dibs on things. And in some cases, that's good because, man, people have been known to show up with some really interesting things to try that might not be around very long. Uh, And so those early access patrons, they have a good time. And those early access guests also receive a this year will be a 2022 Southern Whiskey Society Glen Cairn that they'll walk away with. Awesome. So. I know nothing's guaranteed, but can you give us an idea in 2019 what some of the early access people got to experience? Oh, man. <clears throat> let's see. Well, uh, let's talk about 2020. 2020 was the last event that we did, the the, um, the winter event of 2020. But, man, we had Four Roses limited edition. Um, we had all of the BTAC collection, the Buffalo Trace antique collection. Uh, George T. Stagg, William Leroy Weller. Uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to think. No, there was. They had some Sazerac. Uh, I'm blanking. Is it 17 or 18? Sazerac Saz 18. 18. Saz 18. 18. Yeah. Uh, Eagle Rare 17. Um, had all of those. Uh, and then oh, Thomas H. Andy, Rise Well. And then uh, let's see. Willett was, was very kind to bring a couple of bottles of like Willett Family Estate 18 year. Or may, it may have been 17 year, um, but it, it 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 will get crazy sometimes now. And we never know. It's funny. Like I never ask these people, "Hey, will you bring something really amazing?" Um, but they're just they've always been kind enough to do that. And so uh, I don't know. I never know exactly what's going to show up. And even in a lot of these cases, they don't even tell me they're going to bring this. They just show up and they go, "Hey, look, look what I got." And, uh, and I'm just always blown away by that. But so those early access patrons always generally have a pretty good time. All right. Well, Mike, I think it's probably a good time for us to break before the second half and and just let our listeners ponder on what Chris just said a little bit. Think about what he just said. Yeah. And, and again, I hesitate to almost even talk about that, because if you go to the website right now, you can't buy that ticket anymore. It is. It's been sold out for a while. But. Uh, we are those, that ticket's very limited, and so it, there's a good chance that uh, that even general admission guests are gonna have access to some things that you just don't normally get to try. Um, and and even if those things are gone by the by the early access hour, man, there is a ton of amazing, delicious whiskey that's gonna be in that room that night. 
Well, that's a that's a good thing for me and Jim because we're going to be on hand, and you never know what we're going to have in a backpack with us. Um, you never can <laughs> tell. Ain't that right, Jim? And guys, I got y'all set up. I got you. I got you special. I got you two club chairs. I got you a fancy coffee table and a fancy rug. Oh, and I'll we'll put man. you up there, uh, Jim. When when you were there in 2019, was Reed Turchy there playing music? I remember uh, the podcast recording up there with uh, with the Nixon Deadman. I don't. I think you did have some music up there for a bit. Yeah. So my buddy Reed Turchy, uh, if you look him up, man, he is a, he is an amazing blues musician, blues rock and roll musician, and so. And Reed loves whiskey, man. He is passionate about whiskey. He knows his stuff. And so I've got him. He's going to be playing there that night. And obviously, he'll he'll tone it down and unplug there for a little while and give you all plenty of time to record and talk to people. But it's going to be a fun night. We're going to have the Bourbon Road and Reed Turchy up there on stage. Awesome. Sounds like a fun time. All right, Mike. Well, let's take a short break. And when we come back, we've got more whiskey and more talk about distilleries that are going to be coming to the event. Yes, sir. what i've really been enjoying lately oh you're gonna tell me some of that seldom seen farms maple syrup that's been aged in bourbon barrels it is absolutely delicious not only in a cocktail but you can cook with it right you can you absolutely can now mike kevin just sent me a new shipment so i got a little bit more and i've been making some beef jerky lately Really? Yeah. Now, I know you're the meat master, <laughs> but, but I I tried my hand at it. I said, you know, I'm going to make some beef jerky, and I've got a pretty decent beef jerky recipe, and it's got a little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of Worcestershire, a little bit of, you know, onion powder, garlic powder, those kind of things, but I always put brown sugar in it. Well, this time, Kevin sent me a bottle of his granulated maple sugar. Wow. And I decided that I was going to substitute the maple sugar for the brown sugar. Oh, game changer. Let me tell you. Total game changer. Huh? Total game changer. Some of the best beef jerky you've ever had. So I'm going to make another batch here in, in about a week, and I'll be sure to get you some. Man, that, that sounds delicious. Vivian took, and we just got an air fryer like most people got these days, right? And uh, she took and soaked fresh pineapple in that maple syrup and then put it in the air fryer and it kind of crisped up a little bit. Oh, sounds uh, good. It was just magically delicious. Um, and people probably wonder why we love it so much. Kevin competed in the maple festival uh, last year, 2021, and he was named grand champion. Um, that's saying something. So seldom seen farms grand champion. Of the 2021 Maple Syrup Festival. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's saying something. Yeah. You're going up against some heavy hitters in maple syrup. And I know we're, we're talking about just the syrup, but, um, you know, that's something to be proud of. Uh, hats off to you, Kevin, for winning that. Kevin's also uh, competing in a couple other competitions. Make sure you check out his website. Check out his social media on Instagram and Facebook. You won't be uh, disappointed. If you want to buy something, from him. Where can they go, Jim? You can go to seldomseenmaple.com. And Kevin and his crew, they've got a great website, very easy to navigate. They've got all their products on there. You can buy their maple syrup by the bottle. You can buy it by the case. Uh, you can buy that sugar. Oh, my goodness, Mike. That stuff is so good. Uh, and they've got some other gift sets there, too. So you definitely want to check it out. Well, he's also going to be in some distilleries pretty shortly here. Um, some distilleries from that I love and I know you love. He's going to be down Leaper's Fork. Um, you can find a syrup down there aged in their barrels. Treaty Oak down in Dripping Springs, Texas. Um, I was just out there. His syrup's going to be there. Awesome. Um, and in Garrison Brothers in Texas, if you think uh, you love some maple syrup, make sure you go into Garrison Brothers and pick up a bottle from them also. Uh, Kevin appreciated uh, I know he he loves people. You're supporting a local farmer, a local product, a small family. This is no factory place that's putting out maple syrup, right, Jim? This is a good man doing good work. Yeah, got to love it. Well, make sure you check out his site. Like Jim said, seldomseenmaple.com. Pick up a bottle today. 
All right, listeners, so we are back. We got Chris Thomas on from Made South. We're talking a little bit about the Southern Whiskey Society event. We drank a great, great Tennessee whiskey in the first half from Leaper's Fork. Mm-hmm. And, man, I can't I can't wait to, to taste this one. We've gotten a second half. I have had it. But I haven't had it in a minute, and I'm ready. To, I'm ready to drink it again. So, but I'm going to let Chris introduce this one, if it's okay with you, Mike, since uh, he bought this barrel. Hey, it's fine by me. I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, you guys were there. Uh, it was a fun day, and I appreciate y'all being there. But I mean, you know, we were over there. Maybe, maybe we had eight, ten guys over there total, and uh, tried through the the handful of barrels that Lee had selected for us to try. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was the first one that we picked, was it unanimous or was there one person who went with a different barrel? I, I actually think me and Jim and Lee, uh, Lee was in there with us, the owner of uh, Leaper's Fork. I think all three of us kind of leaned towards um, a one barrel, and but it was a it was super tough between two of them. I mean, yeah, it was really, yeah. really tough. And yeah. the, Everybody else voted on this other barrel was number one. I think that this barrel was our number two. Um, but well, no, and I, I like I'm, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about just the first group of barrels that we tried. The yeah, that's what I'm saying. Barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Tennessee okay. whiskey. Yep. Yeah, Mike uh, and I loved but, them both, but the but the number we wrote down at the top of our list was not the one that got chosen. But that's okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Hey, that's both. all right. That's all right. Uh, but then you know. As you guys remember, after we picked that first barrel, Lee said, hey, I'm going to have y'all step out and we're going to reset this room and we're going to try something fun. And so we were like, well, what is going on here? So we walked out and did a little shopping in the gift shop and all that good stuff. And when we came back in, you know, he had two blind samples, A and B. And he said, now, listen, the barrel that you guys just picked is one of these. But the other one is an experimental barrel that we've been working on. And so we just want you to try these and let us know if you would prefer to keep the barrel that you've already picked or do you want to switch and take this new one? And, uh, you know, there were a lot of differing opinions, but uh, ultimately we decided that we were going to take both of those barrels. And Lee was kind enough to let us have both. And that second barrel, I tell you, uh, everybody's taste buds are different, but I can't get enough of it. I was blown away that day at how unique and interesting it is. And I'm still blown away by trying it right now. It is the first experimental release from Leaper Sports Distillery. And it is finished in a, in a, uh, an X maple syrup cask. So, and you guys will know more about it, but you've got this, this farm and I'm not even sure where the farm is located. Seldom seen farm. Where are they located? So they're up in, uh, central ohio north central ohio just above about an hour north of columbus uh he's actually one of our sponsors uh great great guy uh it is a real maple syrup farm with a real maple syrup barn Uh, he's got about 2500 maple trees now and he's out there he's got all these lines ran to every tree and he's he's harvesting the syrup himself and uh, then he, what he does is he pours it into a bourbon barrel from different distilleries. Uh, obviously, we have some good friends at Leapers Fork, so we connected those two people because we love to make those connections. Um, they sent him up a couple barrels. He poured it in there, and he lets it age for six to eight months in that bourbon barrel, and it just sucks all that extra bourbon out of there. He makes a oh, syrup, yeah. and then he ships those barrels along with that syrup back to leaper's fork and leaper's fork took and poured their whiskey back in that barrel yeah it's fun lee lee said he took uh he took equal parts from 10 of their favorite single barrels created this 10 single barrel blend and filled that x maple syrup cask up with their whiskey and when we tried it it had been sitting there for 45 days uh i've got a sample from that first day 45 days i've got another sample it's a little bit north of 70 days, I think. And so I've been going back to visit it from time to time, just checking on it. And by checking on it, I mean, I'll have a little bit. Um, and it's <laughs> it's been fun, uh, but it's going to be their very first experimental release in an X maple syrup barrel or X maple syrup cask. Um, and Lee sent me the label today to sign off on. And so that's that's been approved and all that good stuff. But it's going to be fun. You know, Lee said all of their future experimental releases are going to go through the distillery only. 
So they're going to be distillery releases only. But he was kind enough to let us buy their first barrel, their first experimental barrel. And I'm just I'm blown away by this whiskey, guys. Well, you missed out, Chris, because we did a review uh, actually of that other um, barrel that me and Jim labeled as our number one barrel, right? Um, They went ahead and bottled that sucker. We did a review on it and they sold out a little over four hours. There are 200 bottles of it. I think they had 180 or something. They sold out in a little over four hours. The first time they'd ever sold out a single barrel. And uh, I, I was so happy for Leapers Fork. Uh, their whiskey is that good, people. If you're listening right now, you're going to miss out if you don't buy that Southern Whiskey Society ticket. Show up and you got a chance not only to get one bottle of that Tennessee whiskey, which is made with rye, but you also have a chance to get this maple right here. Um, and I've had several different maple uh, whiskeys, but this one is special. I mean, it is, it is something else. Yeah, it really is. And I'll tell you, the way we're going to kind of do this is at the event, we're going to have bottles of this at the Leaper Sport table where everybody can come by and try this. So the, the, the very first experimental release, this maple syrup cask finished Tennessee whiskey is going to be there for everyone to try at the event. There will be a handful of bottles that we're reserving. You know, you guys were there. We had some other buddies there. We all kind of said, if we're like, I had people texting me afterwards. Oh, I'll take six bottles. I'll take 12 bottles. I'll take three bottles. Uh, So I think that small group of guys is going to eat up most of those bottles. But I did tell them like, Hey guys, I got to keep, a good little chunk. And I think it's going to end up being about 48 bottles that are going to be reserved for guests at the event. So essentially what you're going to do is leap for sport, their table, they're going to have a little ticket. And if you come up and say, Hey, I want one of those maple finished bottles. They're going to give you a claim ticket. They're only going to have 48 of those claim tickets. And then you're going to be able to take that claim ticket over to red dog the day after the event, or, you know, anytime the next week after, and you're going to be able to purchase one of those bottles. They'll be hiding them in the back for us. Nice, nice, nice. That's an awesome way to handle that. <clears throat> yeah, we wanted to be able to spread the love a little bit. So I felt like that was a that's a pretty good way. I hated that we weren't able to include it on the front end for somebody to buy a ticket with it. But so it doesn't feel fair to me to make that ticket available now, because I think a lot of other people might go, well, I would have bought that ticket. Um, but I think this is a good way to do it. When they get in there, if they come up to the table and say, hey, I'd like I'd like to purchase one they'll be able to do that with a claim ticket. That's pretty awesome. Well, I'm sipping on this here and it's bringing back fond memories of that day. It was a great day in that old, uh, still house at Leapers Fort. Good, good bunch of guys and some good whiskey tasting and the crew there at Leapers Fork, they pulled out all the stops and they made sure we had a great experience and they always do that. There's such, such great, hosts there they do such a good great job at what they do great group of guys i absolutely love those guys and uh they're awesome and lee's at the top of that list he's he's been very kind to us let's let's talk about the other whiskey brands that are going to be there uh chris because yeah. it's not just all about leapers fork there even though that's your kind of home distillery there uh right but you got man the list you got here is just amazing let's go through that list what do you got for us I mean, if we just want to, again, go alphabetical, we'll talk about the people. And I I will say there are a few that I can't talk about yet just because I like to wait until somebody is official official before, you know, they need to fill out a little bit of paperwork just to make themselves official. So we've got uh, probably another five that are verbally. They've said, yes, we're definitely going to be there, but I just don't have that piece of paperwork yet. So I'm not comfortable saying they're going to be there yet. If they do end up being there, that'll be a nice surprise. Uh, but right now, confirmed Angels Envy, Bardstown Bourbon Company, Cathead Distillery, Chattanooga Whiskey Company Distilling. I'm really excited about that group. I think they're going to make some special stuff. Elijah Craig, Franklin Distillery, another home distillery here in Franklin that, uh, Jim, you said you were in the gin right now. They make a gin that will absolutely knock your socks off. It's delicious. Uh, Garrison Brothers Distillery out of Texas. Ghost Rail. This is an, another one of those things I told you. I'm in the gin right now, and I just thought... Well, heck, it's a whiskey event, but I'm going to invite a couple people to, to pour their gin because that's something I'm just really into. Uh, Ghost Rail is a new brand from the company Distilling Guys. That's their brand of gin. 
And so, and it's delicious. H. Clark, Heath Clark is the guy behind that gin. Um, I've always been a fan of his gin. I think it's delicious. So Ghost Rail is going to be there. Uh, Jack Daniels is going to be pouring Gentleman Jack in their single barrel select series. They'll, they might, that's one of those that they may show up with some fun stuff. I don't know. We'll just have to see. Knob Creek, Larceny Bourbon, uh, Leaper's Fork. Obviously, we've been talking about them a lot. Maker's Mark Mythology, uh, a new brand that fairly new distillery I'm pretty excited about. Greenbrier, Nelson's Greenbrier is going to bring their new Nelson's Brother or Nelson Brothers line as well as their uh, their other lines. New Riff, Old Dominic, Old Forester, uh, Rare Character. That's one of our single barrels that we picked. And man, I'm just, I'm telling you, this is another one that um, it's a five, five and a half year old MGP bourbon, high rye bourbon. Um, it is not very old, but it's got a funky history. It was uh, distilled by MGP. It spent the first four years of its life in a funky little warehouse in Tennessee. Then it got moved to Kentucky, where it lives now, and it is absolutely delicious. Um, Red Line Whiskey Company, Rittenhouse, Willet, and Woodford Reserve are the the to kind of round out everything right now. Man, Jim, that's a hell of a list right there. I tell you what. It's a pretty good um, list, ain't it, boys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking about uh, three to four hours, depending on when you're getting there, and and you got to try to drink as many of those, taste as many of those whiskeys as possible. I'm assuming you're putting out spit buckets, even though I hate to use them. <laughs> uh, we will have them. It's something that we did add for the last event. We will have them there. We hate to use them, too, but, you know, I think it's a good thing to offer somebody, just yeah. in case. <laughs> I'm sitting here sipping on this maple syrup uh, sample I got. I was lucky to go down to to uh, Leaper's Fork, and I said, hey, can you give me a couple of those samples of those barrels? And they were like, yeah, I'll sneak you some. So they snuck us some so we could try this out. Folks, you know, there's those unique finished whiskeys out there. Some people love them. Some people don't. But I'm going to tell you something. If you like a nice dessert whiskey, something after dinner, this is that perfect bottle for you right here. Um, and it's a, from a good friend of ours. I mean, seldom seen farms. It helps that farmer out when he sells this stuff. It helps out Leaper's Fork. But, man, you're going to miss out on this great event. All this great food, right, uh, Jim? I mean, this is a hell of a event. And then you're going to hear us up there on stage just talking away. Uh, my big old booming voice, Jim's smooth as butter voice. I mean, <laughs> you can't miss out on this right here. Um, you want to come hang out with us, uh, hang out with Chris, see the shakers and the movers in the bourbon industry. Cause Chris has put together a list of, uh, distilleries. Um, that that's a nice, that's a nice group of people and some great chefs. It's going to be one hell of an event. Where would people stay in Franklin, Tennessee, if they were coming, uh, Chris, yeah, I'll tell you, um, I am a big, big fan of the Harper Hotel here in downtown Franklin. And it is, man, I would say it's a five minute walk from where the event is going to be. So that would probably be my number one pick. Um, it's a it, it is a great hotel. And if you're staying at the hotel, man, their restaurant, $17.99. Well, we talked about one of the, sh the chefs from the Harper Hotel is going to be at the event. So. Their food is amazing. Their their drink program is amazing. I love the Harpeth Hotel. And they're good people, good friends. Uh, but I will say, we have a new little thing that we've added. If you go to our website on the southernwhiskeysociety.com, we've got a new little widget in there. We partnered with our friends at Visit Franklin. That's kind of the tourism bureau here at Franklin. And we've got a little hotel widget there. You can type in your dates. Click on it, and it will show you all the hotels that are available for that for whenever you want to stay. So that's a really good little fun tool that we've added in for people to be able to book their hotels. Yeah, I was already looking at that today because it's getting it's getting close. It's time to get yeah. that taken care of. So it I is time to go. Yeah, my wife was asking the other day, do we get our hotel rooms yet? I'm like, no, not yet, but let's do it. <laughs> Me and Jim are always last minute on this stuff, and our wives are both <laughs> like, hey, uh, you got that hotel reserved yet? You got you got a place for us to stay? You, you can't just take your wife to the Best Western without outside rooms, you know? You can't be doing no. it. No, 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 no. Hey, I'll tell you what, though, too. Have you guys ever hooked up with Dan Garrison? We have. We have. Great. And, and I've never actually met him before, 
Uh, he seems like a really interesting guy, but he and his wife are actually going to come to the event. And I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, Dan, uh, his master distiller, Donis Tide, uh, Air Force veteran, Donis, Donis, thanks for your service, guy. Um, he actually gave me two Garrison Brothers uh, barrels, mini barrels that they they finished some whiskeys off in, and uh, I had those made into um, Texas flags. Uh, oh, that's our, fun. By our other sponsor, Chris Cruz from Cruz Customs Flags, did an amazing job in them. So I'm a big fan of Garrison Brothers whiskey because, you know, it's got that old weed in it. Um, you know, I'm a little partial to that, ain't I, Jim? You, you sure are. And they got that honey whiskey, too, don't they? <laughs> yes, sir. A little bit of honeydew made by those uh, little Texas bees down there. Just buzzing away, making whiskey with it. You got to. You know, that. you mentioned you mentioned honey. Uh, have you guys had the honey cask finish from Bell Mead over at Nelson's Green Bar? I haven't been lucky enough yet, but I'd love I to ha- try it. I have had some of it. Um, one of our listeners uh, down there in Nashville had a little uh, sample bottle, and uh, I don't know it. It went down too fast. It went down really fast. So you yeah, can't beat it. I'll tell you it. It, it, it's absolutely delicious. And when I drink this maple barrel from Leaper Spork, it kind of, I mean, obviously they taste night and day different, but it reminds me of that type of release. Just a fun thing where the boys at Nelson's Greenbrier, they worked with a company called True Bee Honey, a local honey maker here in the middle Tennessee area to, to use their honey casks. So they did a very similar thing. But the way they did that is they sent their bourbon cask to Truby. Truby filled it up with honey, aged it, released their you know whiskey aged or barrel aged honey, and then sent that barrel back to Belmead and they filled it up again with great bourbon. And man, those honey releases are absolutely delicious. And this reminds me of that type of energy, you know. And so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I've seen the lines. At least I've seen pictures of the lines down there going all the way down the block whenever they release their honey. And, uh, well, I quit standing in lines a few years ago, but, man, that's one that I almost – I'm tempted to. I'm tempted to go stand in line. Man, it is – It is. I'll I tell you what I'll try to do. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best to have a little sample of Bellmead honey for you all at the event. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks so much, Chris. I wanted to mention to you, I was flipping through my podcast the other day, and I was, I thought, oh, there's Made South. Let me open it up and see if he's got anything else in there. And there's two new podcasts in there. So if you've been, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, I, it, it's funny. I love doing them, uh, but I don't feel like I have time to sit down and like go, okay, who do I want to have on? And let me go try to pursue this guest and get it knocked out. So. Um, I've just I've had two that have just come up in the last few months that just kind of fell in my lap a little bit. They were real easy. The person was going to be in town. I didn't have to go to them. Uh, one of them was Clay Rising, who I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with Clay, but Clay Clay's an awesome guy. Writes for the New York Times. Writes a lot about whiskey. Extremely knowledgeable, but then also just interestingly, he writes really high profile obituaries and kind of obscure obituaries for the New York Times. So that's kind of his two wheelhouses. Really fun. I was going to say a fun obituary, but that ain't, that ain't, I'm not sure you can call it a fun obituary, uh, but really interesting, obscure obituaries. And then whiskey, those are his two things. And so uh, he has a new book out called uh, Bourbon. Actually, it's right here. I'm going to tell you, this thing is amazing. It is like, y'all need to talk to Clay. It's like, look at this. It's like a tray. And I know this ain't a video podcast, but I mean, they got all kinds of interesting things in here. Plus the book itself, which is just beautiful. The story of Kentucky whiskey. And so Clay uh, was kind enough to kind of come on the show and, and we talked about whiskey and writing for the New York Times and fun stuff like that. And then another guy, Zeb Ross. Zeb is a, an internet phenomenon who I ran across him on a Degum Instagram feed. He's a clogger out of North Carolina. And, but he's just setting the internet on fire with his clogging video. And uh, it's one of my favorite things. If you go look up a, a feed called Eggs Tyrone on Instagram, he's got some funny people, uh, funny videos of people dancing. One of them that I saw a long time ago was of Zeb clogging. And so Zeb's from North Carolina, but he was going to be in Nashville. And 
uh, I wanted to talk to him about clogging and just, you know, what it's like to be a machine shop guy who's all of a sudden kind of internet famous because I think his, his clogging videos have been watched like 200 million times. Now, do you say, you said, you said Zeb or Zed? Zeb, Zeb, Z-E-B, Zeb Ross. Yeah. If you go look him up, man, uh, Zeb is, Zeb's an interesting guy. That's really neat guy. Zebulon. Zebulon. Yeah, that's it's short a, for Zebulon. That's you listen. That's right. What a yeah, short for, name. for Zebulon. Well, I mean, he's, I think he said it was maybe his grandfather's name or, or an old family name, uh, but super, super interesting guy. I've kind of been a, fa- a fan of the Made South uh, Southerner podcast for some time. I've listened to it. You got only about forty. What about forty episodes on there? I'm just guessing. I, it, it's not a lot. It's not a lot at all. But uh, but I think they're all fun. I, I only do you know ones that I get really excited about. Um, you know, a guy I'm trying to get on right now is the guy who owns the Savannah Bananas. I'm kind of fascinated with that minor league baseball team right now. So I want to talk to that guy. Uh, I'd love to get Rodney Scott on and talk about barbecue for a little while. Um, I'm trying to get Frank Stitt on at some point this year, but uh, yeah, there are just there's some people out there that I would love to talk to. Just sit down and talk to, and 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 I'm trying to make a few of those happen, but it, it, it's got to just kind of come organically to me right now. I, I'm sure. just having a hard time to dedicate time to try to go focus on it, but it's fun when I get to do it. Well, I've always enjoyed it and, uh, I have, I've mentioned it to a few folks, but you know, I love, I love the content. I love the, uh, you're, you're a skilled interviewer. So it oh, really comes across good and I enjoy it. And, uh, I will certainly be one of your listeners for a very long time. So keep them coming. Well, even if it's, slow, I appreciate that, that those, those are very kind words coming from you who is a, who I consider to be a consummate professional in this business, but, um, and and man, it's it's weird to hear somebody say that I'm a good interviewer. I I think I'm a horrible interviewer, uh, but I do prepare. I do I take my time. I do try to prepare, um, and I'm genuinely curious about the person I'm talking with. So I only talk to people that I really really want to talk to them and ask them questions, and I'm interested in what they do and how they do it. And so I, if that comes across, that's great. And I think that's why, uh, Chris, because you can sort of sense it across the microphone that you really care about their subject. In many cases, you care about their food. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's always a great show. And, and I highly recommend Southerner for anybody who's listening to the Bourbon Road. Check it out. Listen to it. Maybe you can encourage Chris to make a few more shows. Heck yeah. Yeah. And if anybody, I'll say this, if anybody out there has a connection to Rick Bragg, I have tried like crazy to try to get in touch with that guy. Um, and I'll go anywhere he wants me to go. If he wants me to come to New Orleans, Birmingham, where, wherever he wants me to go, if I get an hour to sit down with Rick Bragg, that's uh, either Rick Bragg or Dolly Parton. Those are kind of my two, you know, uh, unicorns that I'm after out there. Yeah, I think we all have those those unicorn guests that we want to get and have on our our shows as, as podcasters and stuff. You're talking about Clay. And you guys have had one of your unicorns twice now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're that, that Saturday night live guest. now. That you, you've you got two shows under your belt. Uh, we got somebody has got four shows on her belt. So she's, she's at the top of the list. Maybe you'll get there once on one day. Uh, hey, Chris, y'all keep asking me. I'll keep saying yes. How about that? <laughs> it, it just takes two more barrel picks. <laughs> You'll be there. <laughs> we can Heck, we yeah. could probably work that out. We could probably work that out. So you were talking about Clay Rising, and I, I, you know, me and Jim are always wondering, hey, where we stand as far as po- a podcast goes. And uh, last year at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, they'd asked me and Jim to come talk on a main stage. Jim, unfortunately, I think was out of town uh, for the Bourbon Festival last year. I think you were down in Puerto Rico, Jim, is where you yeah, were. Yep. Living that hard life down there on a beach. Um, but um I actually got to talk on stage with Clay Rising and talk about old country boy uh on the main stage with Clay Rising, a New York Times writer. I was like, man, uh you know, I felt I felt very prideful about that. I'm not very proud about a whole lot of things, but for just a small Texas boy that, you know, the English teacher said you'll never be anything, sit on the main stage and him to actually acknowledge me and know who we were um that meant a lot to me and that showed me a person the kind of person that clay was 
we'd love to have him on our podcast. Um, I think he'd be a great guest, but we'll get back to this event. So, you know, August 6th, folks, in Franklin, Tennessee, if you haven't been down there, um, beautiful little quaint town, a um, couple distilleries around you can go to. Nashville's right up the road, like Jim said, 20 to 25 minutes. You don't want to miss out on this event. Um, you can go to madesouth.com and get your tickets right now as you listen. Just hit that pause button. If you're driving on the road, just pull over in the median. Um, don't worry. Put your hazards on. Go ahead and purchase your tickets right now. If a state trooper pulls up behind you and say, hey, listen, I got business I'm working on right now. I'm making the South great again. I'm getting myself some Southern Whiskey Society tickets. I bet you that state trooper lets you right go. You got to talk in that big chief voice, though. and Act like you know what you're doing. Uh, just show them. Just put the phone out the window and say, here, I just bought my tickets. Uh, but seriously, don't miss out on this event. Don't miss ZME and Jim. Um, Chris, you got something for for a special listener out there. Um, what do you got for them? Yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm going to leave it up to you guys to figure out how to do it, but we'd love to give away two tickets to the event to two of your listeners. And whether you want to say, hey, we're going to give one pair away to one winner so they can bring a guest, or we're going to give two people a single ticket, it's up to you guys to figure out how to do that. Uh, but we'd love to give away two tickets. And then for anybody else who doesn't win the, the tickets, if you still want to come, we'd love to give you a little bit of a, a break on the tickets. So we're going to do a 10% discount code on those tickets. And and I think we'll call that discount code BR10 for Bourbon Red. Or you want to do TBR, which one you like. Let's keep it simple. BR10. BR10 will be the code. So you'll be able to go to MadeSouth.com. You'll see a little thing there for Southern Whiskey Society. Click on get your tickets, and there's an area to put your little promo code in there, and you put in BR10, and we'll knock 10% off those tickets. And that includes barrel pick tickets, by the way. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Mm, that's what I'm saying. Good Lord. That's a great giveaway. So one lucky listener, so you can bring a spouse to the event with you. Um, I like that. Other. I think that's important. Um, here's what we're going to do. From the first time I post this in the morning, and we're going to go ahead and go to 10 o'clock at night, and we'll we'll go ahead and say Eastern Standard Time because that's 9 o'clock in the Central Standard Time, right? Um, What you need to do is you need to go ahead and follow the Southern Whiskey Society, follow Made South, follow us. And then what I want you to do is hashtag Southern Whiskey Society in the comments and tag three people. That's pretty simple. Make that comment, hashtag Southern Whiskey Society, tag three people. I'll pick the winner at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You got to be 21. You got to reside in the United States. That's how it's going to roll. And I'll tell you what we're going to do, Jim. Um, For those first six people that can prove to us, hey, I bought tickets right after this episode. All you got to do is take a, a, a screenshot of your photo. I've got six samples of some doc swenson samples right here uh they're all they're all two ounce little bottles but they're all super limited you can't get your hands on these uh something the distillery did and had us but we might also have some other little samples in our bag with us you never can tell we might have some of those bourbon bullshit or t-shirts with us uh jim told me i needed to order more last night so uh you never can tell what the bourbon road is going to have with us so yep. come to this event, come up and see us, say hi to us. Uh, don't give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your hand out. I'll shake your hand or fist bump you. Um, give Jim a hug though. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a, I'm a hug. You don't like hugs? You don't like hugs? Uh, How no, did I not know this? I didn't uh, hug my uh, father until I think I was 29 years old uh, and he was uh, in the hospital. And they said, hey, he's probably going to die from pneumonia. And um, my mom said, hey, you better give him a hug. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a big hugger. I've just never been in that kind of family. It's it's a socially awkward thing for me, um, even though my wife would say everybody give comes up and does give me a hug. I'm not going to push you away if you try to hug me. I'm not yeah. that kind of a guy. But I just, uh, you know, I'm a big guy and, you know, big guys sweat a little bit. I don't want somebody getting my sweat all over. <laughs> That's all right, Mike. They can hug me twice. It's all right. <laughs> I should man, I'll I'm shake a, your I, hand with this dinner plant. Dinner yeah, I, 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 man, that thing is a big old bear paw. But uh, I might have to, 
I might have to come give you a hug, Big Chief, at the event. I might have to come up here and do that, you know? Now, I've given some hugs in my life. You know, if I feel like you need a hug, I might grab a hold of you and squeeze you pretty tight. You know, that – um but it's just it's just a thing, and I've I've gotten better with it over time. Um, you know, if my daughter come up and gives me a hug, you know, or my son gives me a hug, that's that's a different thing. Or my wife, yeah. or hell, I'd even give Jim a hug. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> even Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, man, it has been great having you on here. You did a great giveaway. You got a great event. Uh, you know, you're promoting the South. Uh, Hey, man, you're just a great American. I love it. I know Jim loves you. You're just a great guy. Oh, I know you don't like giving hugs, but I feel like I'm getting like a verbal hug right now because (laughs) those those are very, those are kind words. And, um, you know, uh, man, great American. I, it does something, it does something funny to my soul right there. I, because I do, I love this country and I do value the men and women who serve it and, uh, I've always appreciated that about you two being being veterans, and um, I, I appreciate, I genuinely appreciate you inviting me on. And I can tell you with certainty, if you ever text me, email me, say, "Hey, you want to come on the show?" Talk absolutely, I will always say yes to that. Good to hear. We love having you on, Chris. We love drinking whiskey with you. You're a true friend. You're a true patriot, mm. and you're doing a great event in August, and we all look forward to it, and I can't wait to be down there with you and and hanging out with uh, the rest of the Southern Whiskey Society folks that are, are members for four hours every year. That's right. You get to be a member for four hours every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I genuinely appreciate it, and uh, it, it's, it's one of my highlights that I get to come on here and talk to y'all. So, Chris, where can our listeners, besides Made South and Southern Whiskey Side, where can our members find you guys uh, throughout social media? Oh, man. Uh, I think I have too many social media feeds. I'll say that. Um, Made South, at Made South, at Southern, at Southern Whiskey Society are kind of the two main ones. I mean, the other things we do, my goodness, at Drink Eli Mason. I think it's at Drink Eli Mason. Uh, for our cocktail mixer brand, Eli Mason. If you want to check out our fun little stickers that we do that have fun Southern sayings, you can check out at Good Southerner. Uh, my wife and I just bought a couple of little Airbnb cottages in the Tracy City kind of Mont Eagle, Sewanee area in Tennessee. If you want to check those out, at Made South Cottages on Instagram. So those are kind of fun, and and people are staying in those like crazy, and they love them. So I, I we're we're tickled with that, but. Those are kind of all the different things that we do. Well, folks, you definitely want to check out our Instagram post the day of the release of this episode. Uh, make sure you get in on that post and you make your uh, your comments like Mike has already described. Get in on the contest. Get yourself a free set of tickets down to the May South event. And uh, if you don't win that event, make sure that uh, you at least get your discounted tickets by typing in the BR10 discount code on madesouth.com and we'll see you there. Mike and I'll be there. We'll be having a great time. Uh, Mike, where else can people find us on the internet? Man, you know what I'm going to say? You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Man, we're all over the place. YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Give us some reviews on there. Give us some likes. Follow us on there. Subscribe to our channel on there. Not a whole lot of videos because we're just ugly faces made for radio. But, hey, that's what God gave us was these beautiful voices. So uh, check us out on those places. The main place you can find us is on uh, Facebook at the Bourbon Roadies. That's our private Facebook group. There's almost 3,000 people in there drinking whiskey together and sharing whiskey. Uh, you got to be 21. You got to like bourbon. Hell, who doesn't like bourbon? And you also got to play nice. I mean, we don't tolerate any rudeness in there. If you drink from the very bottom of the shelf, like that old tin high, like I used to drink, or like Jim likes to drink at the very top of the shelf, that George T. Stag, um, we don't care. We want you to come in there, celebrate life, celebrate birthday, celebrate anniversaries, even celebrate death of a family member, celebrate that life they lived, uh, maybe their their uh, passion for whiskey. We want you to celebrate it without anybody cutting you off at the knees. 
Absolutely, Mike. Well said. We do two shows every week. Every Monday, we do a craft distillery episode. We'll uh, we'll focus in on some craft distillery doing good work. Uh, we'll shine a little bit of light on them. Uh, we'll, we'll look at one expression. We'll tell you whether or not we think you ought to add it to your bar. Every Wednesday, we do a full-length episode like today's. We'll have somebody on like Chris from Made South. We'll uh, explore a subject. We'll drink a couple of whiskeys. We'll give you the full blown show 30 minutes in 30 minutes out we'll get you to work and get you back every week we hope you tune into both those episodes and mike how can they be sure not to miss a single episode well you know what i'm gonna say you need to scroll on up the top of that app you're listening to us on hit that check sign that plus side that subscribe sign whatever you listen to go ahead and hit it then you need to scroll on down hit that five star review leave us some comments because you know what i'm about to say if you don't the big bad booty daddy of bourbon's gonna come to your house with some of this tennessee whiskey from leaper's fork distillery and some of this maple syrup um whiskey from leaper's fork we're gonna drink it all night long by the end of the night you'll have a smile on your face you'll leave us that five star review and some comments but seriously those comments, those reviews open up doors um, to distilleries, get great whiskey in our hands to review um, and tell you about it. Gets great guests on our show like Chris Thomas from Made South and the Southern Whiskey Society. Um, we love it. That's really what it's all about. Hey, one lucky listener out there, the first person to leave a review right after this episode on Apple Podcast, I'm going to send you two two ounce bottles of the sample i have left of these two picks right here oh my gosh oh my god wow so go ahead and leave that review it really does pay to listen to bourbon roads our giveaways are real the whiskey's real our passion for whiskey is real uh and we want to deliver that to you all right, so Mike and I are very approachable. If you see us in a liquor store, if you see us at an event, if you see us at Southern Whiskey Society, you make sure you come on up and say hey to us. Uh, we'll, we'll be happy to tip a glass with you and have a drink, chit-chat about whiskey a little bit. Uh, if you've got an idea for a show, if you have a local distillery that's hitting it out of the park, we'd love to know about it. Let us know who they are. We'll reach out to them. We'll get them on the show. You can always go to our website. We have a Contact Us page there. Send us a note. Me and Michael get back with you. You can always send us an email. I'm Jim at the bourbonroad.com. He's Mike at the bourbonroad.com. But like we always say, probably the best way, slide into our DMs on Instagram. I'm Jay Shannon 63. I'm Big Bourbon Chief. And we'll see you down the bourbon road. Now. <laughs>